Have you ever been looking at a landmark as the light of the sun shifts and you, then you begin to see it in a completely new light? This often happens on the boat bay when I'm boating. The sunlight is blocked by clouds and you see more deeply into the water the contours of a beautiful reef. Or in the mountains you catch a glimpse of a new rock face because the light is streaming in at a different angle. Now this is something all of us have experienced. And this is where I want to begin this Monday, April 3rd. Yes, I've found this also happens as I look at the cross. And there's more beauty here than that reef or rock face. And this week we will walk toward the cross. And then we'll see the grave, the place where Jesus is buried, and prepare for the resurrection. Today, today we begin that journey. We begin with a vision of why we need Jesus, why there is a cross. Here is a glimpse of the glory of Jesus for us to begin with today. It comes from Revelation chapter 5, verse 1 to 5. Then I saw in the right hand of him who sat on the throne a scroll with writing on both sides and sealed with seven seals. And I saw a mighty angel proclaiming in a loud voice, who is worthy to break the seals and open the scroll? But no one in heaven or on earth or under the earth could open the scroll or even look inside it. I wept and wept because no one was found who was worthy to open the scroll or look inside. Then one of the elders said to me, Do not weep. See, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has triumphed. He is able to open the scroll and its seven seals. Now this is a scene given by Revelation to the Apostle John by the Lord. It's recorded in the book of Revelation. And we see today on the throne is God in heaven. And in the Lord's right hand he holds a scroll. And that scroll is written on both sides. Or more literally, it has writing all over it. It is covered with writing. And what is written on the scroll of God? This has been called the scroll of destiny. It is all of history. It is everything that has ever happened or will happen. It's all recorded there. It's the sign that God is sovereign over everything and all things that happen come from his hand. This scroll also holds the record of the rising and falling of all nations. It has all births, all deaths. Nothing is missing or left to chance, you might say. Of course, this is the scope of the sovereignty of God. All things, all events are in the Lord's hands. And this is how our world came to be. And the Lord has determined all things that have happened from the beginning to the end. But notice, the scroll is sealed. Indeed, it has seven seals. God has closed the book on life, and no one can open it or even look inside it. This is something we feel. We write history books and discuss what is happening in our world each day. But who understands it all from beginning to end? Who can make sense of it all? John, who is given this vision, feels great sadness over this. He weeps not a small tear of sadness, but the deep grief of longing. I think in many ways all of us have shed these tears. We've all had questions about why this happened to us, or why it happened to someone we love. We have wondered why we have lost this person at this time, and 
Why in this way? We just can't make sense of life in our world. It's overwhelmingly complex and beyond our search. No one of us can open the scroll. But this is not true. One of the elders in John's vision points out the one that alone can open the scroll. See the lion of the tribe of Judah, he says. The root of David has triumphed and he is able to open the scroll and its seven seals. Yes, here is Jesus from the line of David, from the stock of the Jewish people, the tribe of Judah. And notice what is different about him. Here we see him in triumph. What does that mean? What makes him different? It's in the next verse. Then I saw a lamb, looking as if it had been slain, standing at the center of the throne. Yes, John turns to look, and he does not see a lion, the symbol of power and majesty. Instead, he sees a slain lamb. I don't think this is a coincidence. No, he sees Jesus as the lamb given for the life of the world. And here's why. It is not only the cross of Jesus, his victory over death that qualifies him to open the scroll, the book of destiny, but it's also the cross of Jesus, the, the death of Jesus, that alone can make sense of what has happening, happened in our world. We live in a world that only makes sense in light of the cross, a history that only holds together because of the cross of Jesus. The cross of Jesus takes a shambled mess of world events and even personal tragedies and redeems them and gives them meaning and purpose. It is here at the cross that we see the intersection of what seems to be the meaninglessness of history, of human history in our world, and the deep purposes of God to redeem all things, to make all things new. It is in the light of the cross, what Jesus has done, the Lion of Judah, the slain lamb, that we can see the glory of God, the purpose of God to reconcile all things and all history to himself. This also is his purpose in each one of us, in Jesus to give ultimate meaning and purpose to our lives. Now, of course, we still have our questions. I know I do, but there is one, the lion, that looks to us like the slain lamb that alone can open the scroll. That's the gospel. God hasn't abandoned the world he created. He hasn't abandoned you. Indeed, he loves you and the whole creation and he is showing us the cross this week so that we might understand his purpose to redeem. Let's pray. Lord God, your ways are so much higher than, than our ways, your thoughts than our thoughts. Who has known your mind, O Lord, that they should give you advice? Remind us that it is only in Jesus that our world makes sense. Only in the cross that we can see rightly the world in ourselves. Thank you for not leaving us without a Savior. For from you and through you and for you are all things, and to you be the glory forever. Amen. <laughs>